You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, well, well. Mm-hmm. Welcome in to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. Matt Hayes, Brandon Beam. Hello. It is Monday, December the 3rd, 2018, and the season is over. It's over. It's a wrap. Well, we got wrap, one, one more game to one play. One more. Not two. Not prospectively two. One Unfortunately, game. there will not be more than one more game for the Ohio State Buckeyes because the season is a wrap. They are Big Ten champs. They are. So we'll give them a little golf clap for that. Crown them. Go ahead and crown them. We'll give them a golf clap for that. But unfortunately, Ohio State will not be playing for a national championship for the second year in a row. And they can't blame anyone but themselves. Right. Um, This is two years in a row now where you get hammered by a team that you had no business even messing around with, Mm -hmm. let alone losing in that fashion. And unfortunately, it happened for the Buckeyes. And I don't think it was enough for the committee to get over. Now, other teams obviously had to handle their business in front of them. But um, what happened in Indy on Saturday did not matter because what Oklahoma did on Saturday. And to me, the biggest part of that beam was the what they did defensively. Yeah. Now, offensively, you know, the committee, they had told us historically how great this offense was, that being Oklahoma and Kyler Murray, and he's, he'll be in New York with Dwayne Haskins and all that stuff. But defensively, I think there were a lot of question marks about what they could be. And look, they came out and they handled their business against Texas, only holding them to 27 points. And I thought that was enough for um, Oklahoma to solidify that fourth spot unless something funky happened in the SEC championship game, which it almost did, but Bama ended up handling their business. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But that's the biggest thing to me is what Oklahoma did on Saturday, only giving up 27 points, and then what we saw early in the game against Northwestern where they get gashed for a 70-yard touchdown run. Yep. Um, that, to me, solidified Ohio State's fate in that moment right there because that's what the committee was waiting to see if Ohio State could shore something up like that. And unfortunately, they weren't able to repeat what they did in the shoe uh, two weeks ago against Michigan. So it's unfortunate. You are playing in the Rose Bowl. You get to face Michigan on New Year's – I'm sorry, Washington on New Year's Day. If they were facing off against Michigan in the Rose Bowl, sign me up. That would be all day long. I would love that all day long. But no, Beam, it's going to be Washington. And it's honestly, I'm not excited about it. I'm honestly not excited about it. The countdown to that game – um, I could care less. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that you know, if you roll the clocks back, Maddie, you know, 20, 25 years, and you say Ohio State gets a chance to uh, go play in the Rose Bowl, then there's no doubt you would be excited about it. But I think that with the uh, introduction of the college football playoffs, since they got away from the BCS, the Bowl Championship Series, only getting uh, two teams in there, now that they've upped it to four, uh, you think that all right going into every season that Ohio State has a chance to get in there. And they, and they should, you know. I mean, this is a, a one-loss Big Ten championship team here with Dwayne Haskins just moving people left and right, getting, getting them out of the way uh, and just rolling through the Dwayne train, yeah. going right off the tracks, man. But, uh, yeah, I think if you go back, you know, you would have told people at the beginning of the season you get to play in the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that people would be upset about it. And I think here we are in Columbus, Ohio, sitting here talking about it on a Monday. And I think people are, are still upset about it. Uh, but really, the one thing that I have to say, considering uh, or just talking about this Ohio State Buckeyes team, is that you can't afford. We've seen the committee now. You know, you can't afford uh, either a home loss or an away loss by 20 plus points to a team that is barely bowl eligible. A you bad just, football you, yeah, team, you, right. you can't do it. Um, you know, it would be maybe a little bit different if you're talking there that Purdue would have gone to uh, maybe win out, maybe win the Big Ten West, and maybe you get a uh, another shot there to right. face Purdue again. Uh, but this is a team 
in Purdue, Maddie, that was six and six on the year. They're barely bowl eligible. Yep. I know that they got the old oaken bucket against Indiana, uh, but you look at this, and you know it was a um, it wasn't even a trap game going into the game against Purdue. It was a game where you had a heightened sense of awareness. Mm-hmm. You knew what was coming down the tracks, and Purdue got you. So I'm sitting here on a Monday. Am I frustrated with this team? I, I don't know. I don't know if frustrated is the w- right w- way to put it. Just because I think that you see what this offense can do. And I really, truly believe that, you know, in this big moments, Maddie, in these big games, I think Ohio State does come to play. I think there's no doubt about it. Yeah. I don't think this team would have gotten rolled in a college football playoff no, game because all. I think what this offense is doing is spectacular. Mm-hmm. And I right. think that they can keep up with anyone in the country when they're rolling. Yeah. But I think that uh, I'm just frustrated because you know that this team could do damage. And you know that that, that – that loss against Purdue is so mind-boggling bad Man. that even when you know you had that close game against Maryland, the offense was rolling. You had that close game against Nebraska. Mm-hmm. You, that didn't do much for me. Didn't do much for Buckeye Nation. But you got the win, and so you go back to that Purdue game and you look at it and say, you just you cannot get blown out by 29 points on the road yeah. to a mediocre football team. That's it. That's it. It's plain and simple. I think mediocre is being nice yeah. about it. Yeah. Being nice about it. I mean, look, they had a superstar player in Rondell Moore sure. who we talked about at length during that week, and uh, we knew it was going to be a scary thing for the Buckeyes, and they weren't able to handle it. So credit Purdue in that moment. But this is two years in a row where Ohio State fans are looking at the same exact movie with the same exact script because what the Iowa loss did to your season a year ago is the same thing that the Purdue loss did for you this season. So, look, it's a one-loss team, but when you're Ohio State, you're expected to play for national championships. That's why they recruit at a high level. That's why they pay the coaches the amount of money that they pay them, and that's why those the staff and the players have the resources that they have because they're expected to go out and compete year in and year out four national championships and unfortunately now you got two years in a row where it's been taken out of your hands because of something like you just said beam to where it's been an unacceptable loss to a team that the committee can't get over and I can't blame those people in the committee room for looking at Ohio State through that prism and saying you know what that is unacceptable because what Oklahoma had going on was a loss to a team that finished 15th in the last college football playoff ranking so that to me is much more respected obviously than a team that's not even close to being in the top 25. So your final four is going to be Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. So obviously Alabama will play Oklahoma. Clemson will play Notre Dame. I still think Ohio State's a better football team than Notre Dame. I believe that. You yeah. know, I've been off the Notre Dame thing all along. All I know along. You have. They yeah. proved me wrong when they hammered Syracuse. I had to show them some love for that. But I think on Ohio State's best day, they're better than Ian Book and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I truly believe that. Do you? Yeah, I'm with you on that, that I think they're better. But here's the thing. It's just that, you know, it can go good or bad for Notre Dame when you look at it because we know that they don't play in a conference. We know that they have that independent money coming in. Yep. Uh, they have that national TV deal with NBC. you got Mike Tirico and Doug Flutie who are doing their games every week. And so, Maddie, you know, they they laid down the gauntlet for them, and typically Notre Dame schedules a very, very tough schedule. We know that they play, you know, mostly their games inside of the ACC. They always finish up the season with USC. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you look at that, and, you know, credit to Notre Dame for winning all their games sure. because – they can't control I I guess I should say the players can't control that they're not in a conference the coach can't control that but right. of course the uh the brass tacks over there at Notre mm-hmm. Dame they can control if they join the right, ACC right. whatever and so for me like I'm with you that I think Ohio State is the better team than Notre Dame um obviously it'll be it'll play out on a national stage when they yep. take on Clemson and they take on Dabo Swinney and the Tigers uh but for me I I do think Ohio State is the better team but listen I have no I have no qualms about them getting in either because they set forward to do what they did and they, they did went it. 12 and 0 in a college they football schedule yep. they did their job and so for me I 
I understand why people are upset mm-hmm. about it. I was listening to Bishop and Laurinaitis on my way in mm-hmm. today with Bo and James. Yeah. And, um, you know, James made a great point that, he, that basically, you know, he, that you're playing these quarterfinal games uh, this past Saturday for Championship Saturday, and you have a bunch of teams going out there still with everything to lose right. and nothing to win, like Alabama. You know, mm-hmm. they had everything to lose this year. They had nothing to gain from, from playing that game. Right. Clemson was the same way. And so... You look at that and the fact that Notre Dame doesn't have to play in a conference championship game, that's nothing that those kids can control. They went out, they did their mission, they set forward what they wanted to accomplish, and they went 12-0 and on the season. Congratulations to them. But if you're asking me if I think Ohio State is the better team than Notre Dame, yes, I do. Yeah, yes, I do. I'm with you on that, but like you said, there's nothing, there's no legs for Ohio State sure. fans to stand on no. to defend that at right. the moment because – the way your schedule was set up, you had it in front of you to beat a team like Purdue and be a conference champion, and you didn't handle your business. Yep. And that's just what it comes down to, point blank period. I want to let you know about Sling TV. You don't want to watch the games. You need to watch the games. Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. You're sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win. No useless channels, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees. Cancel at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Lockdown listeners can get a seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash lockdown. That's sling.com slash lockdown. We'll be back in a second. This is Locked On Buckeyes, your team every day. So you mentioned these matchups where you talk about Alabama taking on Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and you've got Notre Dame taking on Clemson. Have you seen the spreads for these bad boys? I have not. Lay them on me. So you've got Crimson Tide, Roll, Roll Tide, Tide, favored by 14. <sighs> that game's on, the, on December 29th. Ooh, whoa, that's in uh, the, the Orange, Orange Bowl, Bowl right? in the 305. Yeah. And then you've got Clemson, who's going to play in Arlington, Texas. They're favored by 11.5 points Boy. over the fighting, fighting Irish. So we could be looking at, what is this? Would, would this be Cle- Alabama-Clemson round four? Round three. Round three. Back to the- back with Deshaun. Yeah, round three. Round three. That's what it's looking like. Years, That's yeah. what it's looking like. Now look, Oklahoma's going to have a chance to put up some points because what we saw from Alabama sure. on Sunday was you can get after them. Now I don't know if that was complacency because and those guys have been told all week long in the weeks leading up to that game that they can lose a game and still have a chance to play for a national championship. Yep. I don't know. That to me was the worst I've seen Alabama look all year. And you got the Tua situation, even though I think he's going to be ready to roll. Yeah, they said um, uh, last or what was it yesterday that he he's going to be out for two weeks. So, so he'll, he'll be he'll ready be ready, ready to, to rock. Yep. He's a look. He's a heck of a quarterback. He had a really bad game. Um, but he, I don't think he had his legs under for a lot of those throws. There were some drop passes in those games. He had you know Smith was wide open the the tight end. They were just dropping balls, and that's not how sharp we've seen Alabama all year long. So no, I have no problem with what with them being in. We said on Friday the best thing for Ohio State was Alabama winning the game, and that's what happened. But unfortunately, Oklahoma got their things together on defense, Mm -hmm. and that was the biggest thing. So looking at the rest of this top five or seven here, you and I were doing the fantasy show yesterday, and look, we were on the air live when they were revealing the top four, and they got through the top four, and look, it was Oklahoma, and you and I said, all right, well, Ohio State's going to be five. Yep. Not so fast, my friend. We were wrong. We were. They put a two-loss non-champ, non-conference champ, Ahead of Ohio State. Now, to me, it's not a huge argument to be had because, like we said yesterday, this isn't talking about four or five. This is talking about five or six. Both of of these teams are out regardless. So it's just confusing to me that you can tell college football fans for the last handful of years that conference champions matter, but have a 12 and 1 team behind a two loss team who just lost hours before that team that hoisted up a trophy. It's something that I'll never be able to wrap my mind around, but I know that I don't need to waste much time wrapping my mind around it being because, like we just said, it doesn't matter because you're the five and you're the six seed. But that's crazy, man, right? That's absolutely nuts to me that they put Georgia ahead of their, ahead of them. But 
Also, I got to pinch myself and say, look, man, look at last week's rankings when they had eight SEC teams in the top 25. And they still had LSU pretty high up last week. So they had a ton of love for the SEC this year. I know Buckeye fans are going to be very upset about this today. But I just don't know if you should waste much time on it because, like I said, it, it doesn't matter. You got to move on from this, and you got to worry about playing Jake Browning and the Washington Huskies on yeah. the first. And so that's what we were talking about yesterday when we were doing the fantasy show. Was like, can you imagine a world uh, where if Texas goes down and they beat Oklahoma in the Big Twelve championship game, you know, every if everything falls into place for you as you were going into that game on Saturday, uh, so Alabama wins. Uh, Texas beats Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and then Ohio State goes out. Dwayne Haskins throws for four. Everything's the same. Yeah. Everything's the exact same, right, right. except those. You know, the one game is flipped. And so for me, Maddie, you know, I know that you know it's it's revisionist history at this point talking about it that George is number five. And like we said, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because you don't get in the top four anyways. But the fact that the committee cherishes Georgia more than Ohio State at number five than number six. I just, I can't get there in my mind. I yeah. understand, I understand that the the loss to Purdue is face-meltingly bad. I get that. I get that I too. understand it. That that is something where you look at that and you say, we can't allow this team to get in the college right. football playoff because of that 29-point loss to Purdue. We just can't get there. And, yeah. I'm, I, and I'm with them. I'm with them. I think Ohio State would have been an interesting matchup for either three of these teams no in the college football no playoff. They you would give be, Urban time to prepare, no doubt about it. I think it. they would have been ready to go, but regardless, that doesn't matter. This is this was a national quarterfinal yeah. on Saturday night with Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. And the fact that Georgia lost that game, I can't get there in my mind no. that we are going to reward a Georgia team for playing Bama close. Yeah, that's, what are we talking about? I, I don't that's, get that you either. You got two losses in the L column right. compared to one. Yeah. Okay. Uh okay, well, you can look at it and say, well, they played Alabama really close. Doesn't are we matter. forgetting that Georgia got Whooped, whooped on by LSU whooped by, by 20 LSU, points? Who's a three-loss team. And Ohio State's a conference champion. Right, that's a what I'm saying. A power five conference I don't get it. champion I don't get it. who just wiped the floor with the team that finished number seven in, in yesterday's final rankings. So look, this is really confusing to me, and I know it's frustrating, but you're looking at teams 10 and 11 in the final rankings. It's Florida, it's LSU. Both those teams combined have six losses, okay? You're talking about two three-loss teams that are still in the top 12 of the college football playoff because they played in the Southeastern Conference. It is, it's frustrating, and I know a lot of people are going to be pissed about that. Here's Urban Meyer talking about the importance of conference championships. Sure, it matters. I mean, you're, you're talking about some elite players to my right that, uh, you know, the ultimate prize is a national championship. But you certainly can't even have be in that discussion unless you win your conference. And so our objective is get the Indy, win in Indy, win the conference championship. And if we have a chance to play for a national championship, uh, our guys will be ready to go. And they did that, Beam. It's just it all yep. goes back to that Saturday up in West Lafayette. Yeah, the, that's uh, all it comes down black to. Black Saturday, man. It's the Black Saturday, right? Yeah. The Black Wedding for the Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> the Black and Gold Wedding. The that's Black right. and Gold Wedding. That's what went down. So some other Big Ten teams that are sitting there in the top 15. You got Michigan at 7. Like you mentioned, you got 12 uh, Penn State sitting right there. So look, not a lot of love in the top 15 for the Big Ten. But like you said, the Black and Gold Wedding is how I remember this season. Uh, and the Yellow and Black Wedding was a year ago. So you just got to move on from this. You got to get ready from Washington. But I know it's frustrating to be for a lot of Buckeye fans today. And I think they're more upset. I think they're, Buckeye fans are accepting that they're not in because of the Purdue thing. I think it's the Georgia SEC, yeah. SEC thing that's going to have a lot of people pissed off. Yeah, let me tell you this, Matty, though. So I think that, you know, we talk about the college football rankings, college football playoff rankings when they first come out. And, you know, people say that they don't matter. 
Yes, they do. Yeah. They do matter because watch next year. Heed our advice here. Yep. Watch next year when the first college football playoff rankings come mm-hmm. out. If they have eight SEC teams in there, exactly. it's the feel. It, it, right. That's exactly what you need to know is that that's going to be how the committee views that conference yep. and how that committee views teams one through four. Because if they originally have seven or eight teams from one conference, it's obvious that they view that conference to be superior, a superior yes. being. And so it leads you to inklings that, okay, this is how they're going to view it for mm-hmm. the rest of the year. We can talk all about it all the time. Well, look, the SEC cannibalizes itself. The Big Ten cannibalized itself yep. this year, all right? The Big Ten absolutely ate itself, but the fact that they weren't in the rankings, and you can have that argument all you want. The SEC is better than the Big Ten. Personally, I don't think so. I think that they're very comparable. Mm -hmm. You go back to the bowl schedule last year. Now listen, I understand that bowl games sometimes don't mean anything to these players. This is a team, or excuse me, a conference that went 7-1 and in bowl games last year. The only loss came to Michigan. And so, how you view the SEC, and I get it, you know, what they have, like six national champions in a row. You've got Bama lying down there. You've got Georgia down there. I'm fine with it. But next year, when these first college football playoff rankings come out, just be aware that if the SEC or ACC or Big Ten have like seven to eight teams Mm -hmm. in them, understand at the end of the season that that committee is going to weigh more heavily on the conference that they have more teams in. Maddie, let me tell you about our friends over at Sling TV. You don't want to watch the game. You need to watch the game. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win? Well, Sling TV is the best way for you to watch college football. For only $30 a month, you can get ESPN, Pac-12, SEC, Big 10 and more stream it on your big screen and all of your favorite devices sling tv gives you the live tv that you love except it's only better there are no useless channels no long-term contracts no hidden fees and the best part about it is you can cancel it at any time sign up for sling tv and get a seven-day free trial locked on listeners if you're listening to locked on bud Locked on Buckeyes podcast, you can get your seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. Go to Sling TV and check our guys out. You are locked on Buckeyes. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. All right, so in our last couple minutes, Beam, you know it's bowl season, so you know what that means. Guys are in, guys are out, whether yep. they're going to play or not. So I think that the biggest one is Dwayne Haskins. He has said that he's going to come out and play. He's ready to rock, baby. Um, that's, that's, I think I expected that from him. Yep. Uh, he, he plays a position where he's not going to be in a lot of danger. Not saying that he can get injured, obviously. Sure. You can always get hit, but he's not a guy that's going to be down in the trenches uh, doing a lot of grimy stuff. Now, Draymond Jones, on the other hand, has dropped a Will C line. Now, I don't expect him to play in this game. No. No, not when he dropped a line like that. No, I don't think. And I get it. No, I get and, it. And I totally understand. Yep. He's got a nice golden check waiting for him as well. Maybe not as big as Dwayne does in a couple months. But Remember Dwayne, Denzel Ward didn't play last year in the Cotton Bowl? It's course, fine. Of it's course. Fine. Look, my my line is, look, if you're not playing for a national championship and you're going to be a relatively high pick first or second round, I have no issue with you mm-hmm. out sitting out the game because who am I to tell a man that he can't uh, – conserve his body for millions and millions of dollars or hundreds of you know hundreds of thousands of dollars even in some cases so no I have no issue with that uh we'll we'll keep you up to date on all that but it is encouraging for Buckeye fans to know that number seven is going to be back there spinning it for at least four more quarters yeah and I think it's going to be awesome I mean I know that we started off the show and it's kind of exciting it's it's tough to get excited about a Rose Bowl game here you know on Monday December 3rd you know you got a month to go before you play the game you're not playing in the national uh college football playoff so I understand how as an Ohio State fan you can be upset about it and listen I get it uh, but I think Maddie once we get closer to that game it'll be cool uh, you're going out to the damn Rose Bowl I mean the historical granddaddy venue. of them all it's the first time Urban Meyer has ever coached in a Rose Bowl game uh, so chalk you know 
X that off the yep. list. It's great. Yep, yep. Uh, you get to go up there and have a matchup with Peterson. So that'll be uh, a, a great matchup, I think, with with Washington. But, you know, Dwayne Haskins out in L.A., it kind of fits the persona there. Yep. I mean, he's going to be a superstar in the NFL. And if it's going to be his lasting mark here at Ohio State, uh, other than that 499-yard performance against Man. Northwestern, you know, send us out with something special, Dwayne. And there's no doubt that I think – I think Ohio State will do that. Dwayne Haskins will be a superstar for the next 10 to 15 years in the league. No doubt about it. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Play some more sound, reacting to the Big Ten Championship game. Um, thanks for listening to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. I'm sick as heck, so I'm going to try to sound better than what I sound today. I think you sound okay. You hit it well, my wow. friend. All right, well, we'll be back tomorrow. Beam will be uh, carrying the ship probably because if I don't feel well, I'll probably come in here and just uh, crawl into a ball. Yeah, that'll be fine. All we'll right. get it done. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast.